You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. Recording in progress. What up, doe? You're listening to the SS Experience, streaming on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. You can also stream the SS Experience on Spotify and the iHeartRadio app. Rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, resubscribe, download, unsubscribe, and do all of that over again. That way the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. Uh, this is the time of the week that uh, I fly solo on the SS Experience to give you my thoughts and opinions for about 35 to 45 minutes. Just, you know, just, you know, for the off of it. I know that the schedule has been very inconsistent. Um, the iHeartRadio Atlanta studios, they... You know, I be coming in here in my studio that I normally work in, but I can't call it my studio because the full timers who be here, they be working. Uh, my one dude, though, my ace, man, like he's, he's a cool dude. He allowed me to record last time, but then he I guess he went in someone else's studio to record. And then all of the bosses came at me while I was recording, which was funny. So if you go back and listen to um, Standing on Business with Miko Grimes, when she says that, oh, my God, who is that? That's rude. That's what she was. That's what you know. There was. That's what she was referring to. Because people kept popping, like looking in the glass. Because there's a rule in radio where if the door says on air or the red light is on, you do not walk through that door, no matter what. Whatever you got going on is not more important than what's going on in the studio at that specific time. And they kept, you know, trying to pop in to see what was going on. It's like, nope, we're doing an interview, so you're going to have to come back later. And they just came back with an email at 10 o'clock at night just basically saying, hey, we uh try to reserve the studio spaces for our workers here, yada, 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 but doesn't matter, man. Shout out my dude, man. He, uh, he looked out for me, man. My dude, DJ Markeith, man. He's a real solid dude. He DJs for the Falcons. He DJs for the Hawks. Um, real good work, man. I asked him earlier, too, like, does he, um, you know, what type of club events that he do so I can just pop out and support? He just kept it all the way above and said, man, there's no money in the clubs. He only do private events, man. Shout out to him, man. Get to that freaking bag. Let me drink some water real quick. So, um, like I said, man, this is the solo pod uh, during the week, and I'm sorry for the the, the, the inconsistency in scheduling. What I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get Wi-Fi in the crib. I don't really have room for a home studio uh, like I did in previous other places that I used to record in, but I also don't have Wi-Fi either. So it's kind of like I brought my studio equipment with me today just in case I couldn't get a studio that I liked. But, again, shout out to uh, my dude DJ Markeith, man. He got me right and made sure that I was able to – be in the studio and do what it is that I need to do, man. I really appreciate that. One of a few people here that actually, you know, show me love and don't treat me like a pariah, like I'm invading in their territories where it's like, oh, man, you you just just going to just going to drink all the food, huh? You're just going to know what I'm saying just go in the refrigerator and drink all the Kool-Aid. Yep, because I have a key card. I have a parking pass. So everything you get, I get too. Just saying, though, let's go ahead and get into some show real quick, though. So uh, I got notes. I got opinions and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to have C-Dog uh, on the pod uh, later on this week. We're going to uh, go ahead and talk about the, um, 
you know, the games, uh, the championship games, you know, I have thoughts. He has more thoughts and opinions. The Super Bowl, I don't really care about both teams. I don't want to win for real, for real, but there's historical things that are going on. But I'm not going to talk about that now. We'll we'll save that for um, C-Dog and the rest of the podcast crew uh, when they hop on uh, during the, the podcast episode where the whole group is there. So that'll be pretty dope right there. What I want to get into is some things that I've seen uh, online that was like super duper hilarious, something that not everybody's talking about real quick. So um, Lala, Lala Anthony, by the way, love Lala, love Lala since, uh, you know, when she used to be a VJ at uh, MTV, you know, when MTV used to play videos. Yeah, she used to, you know, be one of those hosts, you know, video jockey, not like a disc jockey, like what, you know, people doing radio video jockey pretty good stuff so she got this new program out uh it's called 360 which is a program that's designed to help uh young men behind bars you know basically you know get right real quick and i thought about this for a second now last year i don't know if you remember but she was on a podcast where she mentioned you know i think she she had just hit 40 or she had she might be she might have been 41 at the time not too long ago because she's like probably like 41 42 now so it wasn't that long ago so you were like, only people who want to date her are like 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds. And if you look at Lala, Lala is still fine as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I'm her age, so she's fine as fuck. I can't say still because, you know, she, she, she she's right. You know what I mean? So for a 22-year-old to look at her, I mean, she's right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she, you know, when you get older, you know, most women get thicker. Um, obviously with babies and, you know, time and weight and all of that. And, you know, the weight is in the right places. Now, I don't know if it's surgically in the right places, but at the end of the day, we all know that Lala is thick in all the right places. If you watch Power, you know, back, not back in the day, I always say back in the day, but, you know, well, cause she kind of got killed off on Power. So it's been like a couple of seasons she's been on Power. I used to think that Lala had on like a, a bodysuit because I'm like, Lala's not that damn thick. Like, hell no. Like, she is not that damn thick to just be, you know, bopping around. I be thinking Mary J. Blige the same way. It's like, she's, now they're, they're both thick. I'm just saying they're not that thick. You know what I mean? There got to be a bodysuit or something going on. But when you look at Lala's IG, Lala is that thick, just straight up and down. So, it's not a surprise that 22-year-olds and youngins, you know, want to date Lala. Let's be real. It's not they want to date. They want to fuck. They trying to smash them cheeks straight up and down. Talking about trying to date. Come on now. Let's be real. No 22-year-old, 25-year-old, you know, a regular 22 or 25-year-old got the bread, got the cachet to make Lala happy. Women can always talk about this shit about, oh, you know, well, as long as how he treats me, you know, the money doesn't matter, the looks doesn't matter. Shit. That shit all matters. It may not be the final decision, but them shits is factors in the equation. Like with, like in the, like the old math equation, uh, a, um, AX plus BY equals C. You got to have those variables in the equation nonetheless to find the answer. I mean, if you want to you want to make the variable zero, that's fine. It's still a variable nonetheless. The reason I wanted to bring all of that up real quick is because, like I said, her 360 program is designed to help young men behind bars, you know, basically get back to business um, after, you know, leaving jail, prison, and all of that stuff. So it kind of had me thinking real quick. Damn, Lala, like, 
most women today is kind of with that whole women empowerment thing, you know, social justice and all of that. Why just the young men? Why not young women as well? Women also need help. I mean, obviously, women are not as incarcerated as men, but women are incarcerated. They can use help. Why not old men? I know there's some like 50 year old men who's probably been down for 20 years that don't know nothing that's going on. They might need a mentorship program. Hey, here's a smartphone. You know, you remember that Kodak camera that you used to use back in the day? You remember that Rolex watch that you used to have back in the day? You remember that uh, CD player, that Walkman that you used to have back in the day? All of that shit is in one device. Here's a smartphone. Most people use Apple, but if you want to use Samsung, you want to use an Android to slow walk your way into this, Here's a smartphone. Learn. We'll teach you how to use it. They could use a mentorship program. So it just had me thinking, why just young men fresh from jail or prison? Lala, you are not slick. Not at all. We know what you're doing. You're trying to find a, um, I don't want to say a breeding ground, like a, a farm system. You're trying to create a farm system and a database of young men. Because if you've been to jail or if you've been to prison, there's one, there's one of two things, mainly one thing that happens to a person when they go to jail or prison. And the one major thing is, and again, depends on how long that you've been there for, you always come out bigger. You always come out more cut, more lean, more strong, whatever, mainly because you don't got shit to do but eat and work out. So if you're a person like me who, you know, eats twice and a half, one and a half, you know, throughout the day, I go to jail, prison, I get three square meals. I get breakfast, I get lunch, I get dinner. And you got to eat that shit. Well, you don't got to eat that shit. What I mean by you got to eat that shit is if you ain't got commissary, what else you going to eat? You got to eat something. You can't pick your food. You can't pick the schedule in which you eat. You got to eat. So eventually your your body gets used to that schedule of, all right, six in the morning is breakfast, 11 something is lunch, four something is dinner, and hopefully you got some cool people that you with, that you hustle with or whatever, and you can eat at eight, you know, during that time before lights go out at 11. That's normally how the eating schedule works. And then you work out, you know, push-ups by, you know, on your, on your own. Or like I said, if you're in the prison system, um, they allow you at least like an hour a day for like three days. They don't want you to get too swole up in that bitch. Not at all. Cause then you'll be beating the guards ass and trying to escape type shit. So they try to control that shit. So you get young men who ain't had pussy in a while. You mean, I ain't talking about that man pussy. If, if, if you've been in jail, you know, you know, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about they haven't had a female in however long that they've been down. Again, unless they lucky enough to, you know, probably smash a guard or, you know, a CEO or something like that. But for the most part, they had no female interaction, no female cheeks, that sexual tension for a long, long time. And here come Lala Anthony, her fine ass with those pretty eyes, those thick hips looking fine as fuck. Talking about, oh, you got a mentor program to help me out? Shit, where do I sign up? Come on, man. If if this and again, I'm a, I'm gonna flip this. If R. Kelly said he's opening up a mentorship program for young women who are 
formerly incarcerated and coming out, what will we say about R. Kelly? And maybe I'm not, maybe I'm using R. Kelly as the obvious answer or the obvious example because we all know that R. Kelly be creeping. You know what I mean? And we can always, we can all assume that. But imagine any, and again, the only reason that I'm I'm cracking jokes because it's it's a good program. I'm not I'm not trying to diminish. I'm just cracking jokes because it's a podcast. We got to make content out of this bitch or some shit. The only reason I'm cracking jokes is because of the article that Lala did the year before, saying that only 22 year olds or 20 you know 20 year olds want a dater, not 30 year olds, 20 year olds. Dudes that are half her age, that's almost her son's age, because I think her son is like 15, 16. So, damn, dudes who are old enough to play, you know, if, you know, her son goes to the NBA, which more likely, you know, when you're a, a son of a former NBA player, it's pretty much an automatic ticket that you get to go as long as you're halfway decent. Sorry, Jordan, I know your kids wasn't that decent because you were the GOAT, and that's like a big measuring stick to, you know, apply to. But for the most part, your kids go to the NBA if, you know, you played in the NBA. So, Dang, it could be a situation like, yo, I smashed your moms, kind of like uh, Delonte West did with LeBron James' mom back in the day. A lot of people kind of swept that story under the rug. A lot of people don't want to talk about that, but Google. Google's a motherfucker. Back in the day, we used to have encyclopedias to teach us about history, or you had to learn about it in a book or, a te- or you know, it's a class. Nah, just Google it. Delonte West, LeBron's mom, story will pop up. Trust me, it's there. And it just, like I said, it's all jokes, but it just, it just made me think, like, why just young men, like, why couldn't it be, I'm starting a program called 360, which is weird because 360 means you basically face the same direction that you started in. 180 is turning around. 360 is turning around and then turning around again, which means you're facing the same direction that you was. So 360 is kind of maybe the wrong name for this, you know, just to say the least. But, hey, might be the wrong thing anyway if she's trying to, you know what I'm saying, get a database of young men who hasn't had, you know, cheeks in a long time that she can, you know, infiltrate and, you know, kind of, you know, mentor, quote unquote. So. Like I said, the jokes is if she wouldn't have said that, you know, that, you know, young men, you know, is trying, you know, want to date her, which we all know that's code for just want to smash her. Um, she's very good. She's not out in these streets, you know what I'm saying, parading around like that. So we don't know. But let's just talk about the program real quick. I don't know too much about the program. Like I said, I'm just here cracking jokes. But 360 isn't really the exact name. It's more of a 180. But if you feel like you know, you want to help people because incarceration is incarceration. That shit sucks. I mean, um, anybody who's been in there knows that it sucks. I just rather have been like, hey, here's 360. It's a new program that's here to help people, formerly incarcerated people, make the transition to the real world, the regular world. Then it would have been like, la, la. Shout out to you. Real good work. Real good work. Definitely like what you're doing. But for the simple fact that she just isolated it to young men, hmm, just a little, just a little different. I ain't going to say a suspect, but hey, you got to get it how you live. And again, I don't know why only young men want to date Lala Anthony. I would love to date Lala Anthony. No cap. You know, and I'm, and I mean date, date, not smash date. Well, I mean, I wouldn't do that. 
I, w- I would love to do that. But, I mean, I'm of an age, too, where it's like you just can't be smashing chicks just to smash chicks because things happen. People ain't using rubbers. You know, once you get to a certain age, it seems like once you get older, it's like, eh, rubbers don't matter. You know, we're not worried about the the, the babies anymore because that's pretty much what they be telling you. They be telling you about the STDs and all of this stuff. No, we just don't need no young children creating more young children. Use a condom. But once you get to a certain age, it's kind of like, yeah, you're grown enough to do it on your own. So, again, most people, you know, they just kind of lost my train of thought there real quick. But most people... When I think about dating and all of that stuff, it's just a whole nother world. So, again, I don't understand why 30-year-olds wouldn't want to date Lala or I know she probably got some old 60-year-olds who got that one last get-up left that would love to smash uh, Lala Anthony and give her a little bag for her time type-ish. You know what I'm saying? Because 60-year-old men, they, they know they're not in it for the long haul. They don't even have a long haul left. To be honest with you, and I don't mean to say that negatively about our senior citizens, our six-year-olds. Like my dad always says, you'd be lucky enough to see my age, and we would be lucky enough to see 60 if we could be healthy and all of that other stuff. So that would be great. Um, So I know that there's a 60-year-old that want to smash Lala Anthony. I know that there's a 50-year-old that would love to date Lala Anthony. I think 50-year-olds, you may got a little bit more runway to date, date. But, yeah, I don't think it, it, it can't just be 20-some-year-olds that want to date Lala Anthony. I just can't. I just can't swing it. It's, it's the only. But if you've seen Lala Anthony and that body, OMG, it might intimidate the 50 and 60 year olds because they might not, that thing might just make them explode and they might not be able to get it up anymore. They, that, that thing just might kill them literally and figuratively. Just saying though. Uh, this is the SS Experience streamed on the SMG Podcast Network app, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Rate, review, subscribe, re rate, re review, resubscribe, download unsubscribe, resubscribe again. That way the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. And we always like to say, take care of the people that take care of us. So I'm always going to tell you about EJ's Warriors Academy. They came back from Athens, Greece uh, two weeks ago. They did their thing. They got some awards. They got some trophies. Uh, Go to EJ's Warriors Academy on IG. Let me actually make sure I said that right real quick. Because I know that I didn't. I should have, but I did. Oh, I did say that. E- oh, no. EJ's Warrior Karate Academy on IG. You can see the trophies, the prizes, and stuff that they won there. Doing real good out in the community of Columbus, Ohio. As you know, we are a radio show that's in Columbus, Ohio. The podcast is nationwide. I'm nationwide because I'm broadcasting live out here in Atlanta. And EJ's Warriors Academy is a very good dojo. Uh, They do real good work, like I said, out in the city of Columbus, uh, martial arts classes, fitness, you know, things that um, either you can use to self-defense, protect your neck, or things that get you in shape and just, you know, build your body, mind, and confidence and all of that good stuff there. Uh, EJ Warriors Academy have several classes, several payment options available. The way that you get the information to EJ Warriors Academy, I'm just going to give you a quick number and a quick uh, thing to text. So what I need you to do, if you're in the Columbus, Ohio area, I need you to text Sensei EJ. That's S-E-N-S-E-I-E. 
EJ to 614-999-6361. It's a very good dojo um, out there. And I'm going to give it to you again. Text Sensei EJ to 614-999-6361 to get information about EJ's Warriors Academy um, if you're out in the Columbus, Ohio area. Your kids getting bullied? Need some self-defense classes? Holler at my man EJ. You're a little bit out of shape and you just, you know, need to get some different type of exercises. Holler at my man EJ. If you do boxing and you want to get into MMA and you need to learn how to, you know, karate kick and, you know, all of that good stuff. Holler at my man EJ. He'll get you right. Just want to say, though, support the people who support us because we can't. Well, we can do the podcast without them but it makes it a lot better and easier if we do the podcast with the help of the sponsors supporting us so again support the people who support us and the people who support us right now is ej's warriors academy shout out to uh sensei ej for sure Let's go ahead and get into some more stuff real quick. Nicki minaj and meg the stallion are going at it um it seems like and Nicki Minaj is the female GOAT. I think we can all say that, and it's not a dispute, I believe. Uh, lyrics, music, uh, vocals, She's she, she is the greatest woman rapper of all time, I believe. Um, miss me with that sexy red bull crap. There's, a lot, there's, like, a lot of females. Like, you can just, like, miss me with they bull crap, like, especially sexy red. Miss me with that. But it's not about sexy red. I don't even think she can get into this discussion. Megan Thee Stallion, I technically don't think she can get into this discussion either. I think Erica Banks is way better than uh, Megan Thee Stallion. But with that being said, though, they're going back and on social media. Um, Megan Thee Stallion released a uh, a diss track called Hiss. A lot of shots, a lot of shots fired. Nicki Minaj just came back with a whole bunch of IG posts mentioning all of the failures that Megan Thee Stallion has from certain music, acting, you know, basically paying to be seen, paying to get awards and all this other crazy stuff. And I don't pay attention to Megan Thee Stallion's music like that to be able to confirm or deny any of that. But what I can say is this, though. It's not that many women artists that can stand toe to toe with Nicki Minaj. I just I just do not believe it. Um, you can throw Cardi B out there. I don't think Cardi B can, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't I don't I don't think so at all. Um a lot of people want to throw Lotto's name into the ring. I'm not um Lotto is cool, but there's just certain things about Lotto that just kinda like I don't know, maybe, but, you know, I let that live because, like I said, I don't I don't break down and analyze women in rap. That's just not really, like, my thing for real, for real. But I do give you what you want to hear. I do report on it, and we pretty much go from there. I just don't know what the, like, from a, from a Megan Thee Stallion standpoint, where are you going to benefit from taking shots at Nicki Minaj? You know, I, I just don't I just don't I guess it's the, the the traction, the stories and all of that. But it's like you don't really need that for real, for real, to be honest with you. Um, But Nicki Minaj, oh, you know what? Nicki Minaj did drop some bars. I forget what song she dropped some bars on calling. Uh, I think it's like a new diss track that she released called Bigfoot. 
basically taking a, a shot, no pun intended, at Megan Thee Stallion's situation with Tory Lanez about, you know, getting shot in the foot. You know, I think one of the lines was like, get up and stand on your good foot. It's like, ooh, like that. And again, nasty shit like that. Like, you, you, you can't make this up. You can't make it up. Like, Nicki Minaj is, and again, a lot of people just want to call Nicki Minaj old because she's 40. And it's like, I get it. You know, rap is a young man or a young woman's sport. But when you look good as Nicki Minaj, because Nicki Minaj doesn't look 40. Again, not at all. She doesn't look 40. You know, you can give, if you didn't know who Nicki Minaj was, and you just said Nicki Minaj is 26, you could believe it. You could believe it that she's 26 years old. I mean, she doesn't look old whatsoever. The only thing that you, if you look at a picture of her from 26 and now, the only difference is just the weight. She got thicker. And obviously when you're getting money and you're eating real good, and, you know, she even said every time that she packed on some pounds, little Wayne will put that bread up, get that um, that BBL or that, uh, that, 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 that fat thing going that moves it to, you know, the thighs and the titties and the cheeks and all of that stuff. And, you know, that's why Nicki Minaj is, you know, perfectly fit thick right now. Because all that fat then went to where it needs to go. Everybody does it. Lotto did it. Cardi B did it. Shoot, actually, Megan Thee Stallion did the opposite. She got, she just got lighter because she's not as thick as she used to be, which is one of my things. Like, nah, if we're going to have Megan Thee Stallion twerking around, we need thick Megan Thee Stallion. Let's put on a poll at the SS Experience. No E at the beginning of the experience uh, on Twitter. Do we need thick Megan Thee Stallion back? Yeah, nah, because I think we do. We need thick Megan Thee Stallion back. That, that, and again, <laughs> which is funny, those Planet Fitness commercials with her in a purple cloud, and it's just from her stomach up, no legs, nothing that's showing, and she just floating around. Meg, stop it. Nobody believes that you've been working out, not especially at Planet Fitness, and you done got your body slim like that. Nah, we're not, we not, we not going with that. You're not about to get me to pay, you know, $12 or $10 or $25.99 to go get a Planet Fitness membership just because you said so. Nah, I'm cool. It's not like I don't have why well, I never had a Planet Fitness membership. All I'm saying is, is it's not going to be because Megan Thee Stallion had a commercial. No, I'm cool on that, which is real weird because it's like advertisers will throw money at people thinking that those people is going to get them in the door. I kind of want to see the analytics of that from Planet Fitness. Like how many people, preferably women, have enrolled in Planet Fitness because Megan Thee Stallion did a commercial saying enroll in Planet Fitness. I really want to know what's like the over, under, like nationwide. Like, are we talking about, you know, like like 200,000 people? I mean, again, nationwide, not in your local area. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about nationwide, about 200,000 people, you know, 100,000 people. I don't know where we can set the over and under on how many people nationwide enrolled in Planet Fitness because Megan Thee Stallion was on the commercial. But let's get back to the Megan Thee Stallion and the Nicki Minaj dissing real quick because it's a very interesting thing because it's like you take shots at the greats because in order for you to be the best, you got to beat the best. And these women know that you have to beat Nicki Minaj to you know, be above Nicki Minaj. And if you notice, Nicki Minaj works with like a lot of young people. Like she, she's definitely doing her thing with Ice Spice. I forget somebody else that she's been working with too. It's kind of like those, 
And, and again, we know Ice Spice is like super duper young. Like she's like half Nicki Minaj age. So it's kind of like those 30 year olds. Like I said, Cardi B is 30. I, I don't know how old Megan Thee Stallion, Stallion is, but she's probably in that 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 almost 30 range, give or take. Like I said, I don't know her age and I don't feel like Googling it right now because I really don't care. But Nicki Minaj, people want to try to take her out. And it's like, it's not like Nicki Minaj is dropping music every year. Like, Nicki Minaj be making her fans wait a long time. I don't know if Nicki Minaj is making her fans wait longer than Cardi B's been making her fans wait since 2017. But it's not like Nicki Minaj is dropping like that. I mean, she's not dropping mixtapes like that. It's like Nicki Minaj is going to give you an album and you're going to like that shit for a couple of years until she feels like dropping another one. And, you know, it is what it is, to say the least. But I just don't know, like, why people just want to keep messing with Nicki Minaj. Like, leave that woman alone because it ain't that many of y'all that can take her down. I don't think any female in rap can take Nicki Minaj down. None. Like I said, if you want to say, you know, Lotto got a couple of bars for her, I'll entertain it, but I think that's still a dog walk. You want to say Cardi B? Cardi B has nothing at all. She just has, you know, personality that people like. But when we're talking about Strictly Music, Cardi B would get dog walked by Nicki Minaj. Megan Thee Stallion, not at all. No man, like, And again, I'm not with the whole... Like I said, Megan Thee Stallion sounds like, you know what I'm saying, UGK to me. Bun B, Pimp C, pick one. She sounds like both. You know what I mean? So, nah, I don't think that she's in that class whatsoever. She's not doing it. Um, City Girls, no. Uh, Sexy Red, hell no. You know what I mean? Like, she's not even in the same state as uh, Nicki Minaj. So, I don't know what female in rap can dethrone Nicki Minaj. It's like... Jay-Z is the greatest hip-hop artist of my generation, of my time. But you can literally make an argument for Lil Wayne, and you can literally make an argument for Drake. You can make those arguments. Drake streams more, but again, Drake came up in streaming times. He's he, Or actually, he created more music during streaming times. Jay-Z didn't, Jay, I think the only album Jay-Z created during streaming times was 444. And that was really and that was released on his own platform of title. So if you want to talk streaming numbers, Jay's not about to have streaming numbers over Drake. You know, that's not about to happen. It just has to be talk about the body of work between the artists. That's how that conversation is going to be won. Jay-Z is not going to win the analytics conversation because most of the and the Jay-Z analytics is in a shoebox. Nobody nobody has those analytics. Nobody has those sound scans from all of the time that people had to take a CD, go to Best Buy, go to FYE, and scan the CD. Doop. $15.99, please, or $12.99, please, and then you got a receipt for a Jay-Z album that you bought. Like, those analytics is nowhere to be around outside of such and such million copies sold. Outside of that. But when you talk about the streaming numbers, because, like I said, Drake... Most of his music came up during, at least I'll say about maybe 75%, three-fourths of his music came out during streaming time. So, yeah, those streaming analytic numbers is still active out here in these streets. But everything else really just falls along the wayside. So, 
bringing the, the, the conversation back to Nicki Minaj and bringing it back to uh, Megan Thee Stallion, I just don't think that there's no woman um, in rap that can take down Nicki Minaj. Um, I think, you know what? Remy tried it. But the only thing that Remy lost with that is, is when Nicki Minaj starts mentioning sales. Then that's when Remy Ma will lose the battle. Now, again, if you're talking about verse for verse, flow for flow, you know, all of that, I believe Remy Ma can give Nicki Minaj a battle. But Remy Ma's not really active out here in these music streets like that. So it's kind of hard for you to, you know, kind of, you know, ride the the Remy Ma uh, bandwagon or the Remy Ma train just because she's not really active out here really putting out music. Again, Nicki Minaj really ain't active putting out music neither. But at least, you know, Nicki Minaj has some awards behind her and she's done a lot. So, again, it's going to take a lot for, you know, women in rap to take down Nicki Minaj. In my humble opinion, just saying, though, I want to bring up something from uh, my trip to go see my son real quick. The airport is a very, very funny place, right? So I'm in the TSA line, and I don't know about you, but I know me, right? Like, when I give my ID to an authority figure, with a badge, I'm always thinking about some fuck shit going to happen. Just like back in the day, you know, in the in the 2000s, or at least, you know, the 2000s for the most part, you know, sometimes you may have like a warrant for your arrest, or you may not even know that you have a warrant for your arrest, because like if you move around and they send the warrant to like your old crib or the crib that's on file, whatever, whatever, on your driver's license, and you don't live there, you haven't lived there in a while, and they send like court papers and all of that stuff there, and all of a sudden you got a bench warrant and you don't know, and it's like you hand your cop your ID, and they just be like, oh, please don't have a warrant, 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 or your license be suspended, please Please don't let my L's be suspended. Please don't let my L's be suspended. Please don't let my L's be suspended. And you just have that thought process. Even if you're all good, if you've been in that lifestyle, you just have that thought process. So when I give my uh, ID to TSA, I be thinking, please don't put me on no 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 fly ban list. Please don't put me on no no fly ban list. Please don't try to um you know try to dig in my keister trying to you know what I'm saying think I'm smuggling some shit. Whatever, whatever. Right. So again, obviously I haven't been in that type of life in a long long time. So I get my ID. I'm good. But I was sitting in line and this white dude just like I obviously the woman told him that he can come up. But this white dude just pulled up like, you know, just showed his ID, showed, you know, scanned like scan his ticket like, yeah, you know me. I'm white. I'm good. I ain't a threat. You know who I am. I'm the white man. The white man is always good around here. Took his stuff and left. He just did that shit with so much confidence, like nothing bad was going to happen to him. Like nobody was going to pull him to the side and say, "Um, sir, can you come with us, please? Like he had no sort of vibes that I was going to go on. He just knew that I'm white, man. I'm good. We're going to go ahead. You know who I am. I'm the white man. We're we're okay here, right? We're we're good. We're good. And then he just went on ahead, obviously went through the the TSA security check and, and and just went along his way. I just thought that shit was just like hilarious in the back of my mind that, damn, white man, it must be real, real nice to just float through life without no fear of anything happening to you. Just because, you know what I mean? Like no fear. Must be nice, but that's that's a, that's a whole nother thing right there so something else that um again in the airport that had me going is is this people who ride the escalator you know you, you know the escalator is designed for you to just stand on and then the escalator takes you up 
pretty common, common, you know, science, right? I hate the people who want to walk and run up the escalator behind you like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And especially when there's nothing going on up there, it's like, bro, sit your ass behind and just ride the escalator like everybody fucking else. You know what I mean? And that happened like twice in the airport. I'm like, bro, like, like, bro, like you, so you expect all of us to move to the side to appease you to run up the escalator when everyone is just standing there riding the escalator. Now, in the in the train station to Marta, which I'm gonna sound hypocritical, I was going down the escalator. The train was just it, it kind of just pulled up. It was about to leave, so I'm you know running down the escalator. Like, excuse me, excuse me, guys, trying to catch a train, trying to catch a red line, trying to catch a train. People can understand that, especially if they wasn't taking the train, the red line train. They wasn't taking the train. They knew that their train wasn't there yet, so they moved to the side so I can run and catch my train. We're all in that same accord. Because there was a destination that was like clear, like, okay, he's trying to hurry up and get to this this train. That's understandable. But when we're all going up an escalator, and that shit in Atlanta at, at the ATL airport looks like the stairway to heaven. And everybody just riding up that shit. Where are you going to go? You're not about to go nowhere. If you was about to miss your flight, you probably didn't miss that shit. Because, you know, you know, they say you, you need to be at the airport at least, you know, two hours early. I'm glad the few times, the, the past two times that I flew out of Atlanta, I didn't miss my flight because TSA wasn't as crazy as it, you know, it was in prior times where the TSA line is backed all the way to like the T concourse before you can even like get in there to like actually do anything crazy the past couple of times tsa has been great it has been packed and it's been pretty cool got us in got us out it was great I ended up sitting in the airport longer than i had to but i'd rather do that than miss my flight like i did the past couple of times before so i want to put on the poll at the ss experience no e at the beginning experience on twitter or x however you get down people who run up the escalator trash or nah because I think they all are trash, straight up and down. Unless you're about to miss something that clearly we all can vibe with and see, don't ask people to have to move their luggage over and have to slide over for you to run up the escalator. Ride that motherfucker like everything else. Something else I want to rant about about airports before we go, the concourse. Now, certain concourses have certain restaurants and certain things. Uh, I normally fly the same airline, so I kind of see the same stuff on the concourse. I don't really know the other stuff that'd be going on in other concourses. But I kind of want to know, like, if there was something in another concourse, would you risk going all the way to, and would you risk going all the way to that concourse just to, you know, get something like, let's say, like, you're in concourse C, but in concourse B, they have an Outback Steakhouse or they have a Hooters. Let's say they have a Hooters in Concourse B, but you're in Concourse J. Just let's spread out the letters a little bit. Are you going to run all the way to Concourse C just to go to Hooters and you're in Concourse J or just replace Hooters with whatever your favorite restaurant is? Are you willing to go four or five concourses down just to go to your favorite restaurant. Because people who do that, we might put down a poll as well. People who do that is absolutely trash. That's like, you're going to really risk your flight and all of that stuff just to go to this one thing that's like way over here. Come on, man. Miss me with that. If that thing ain't in my concourse, if I can't have no fun with it, I'm good. And like I said, I normally fly the same airlines. So I know that there's um, an Outback 
in my um in the concourse that I normally be at. So if I want to get like a drink or or whatever to to loosen the nerves up before I fly, but the the past few flights I've been doing has just been hour flights. I barely can sleep on the flight just because it's it's no point for real for real. But yeah, I would have I would have that in my back pocket right there. Most concourses have bars, restaurants, and things like that anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But eh. It is what it is, though, man. So this is the solo pod uh, of the SS Experience. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe, download, unsubscribe, resubscribe again. That way the algorithm can think that we popping out here in these digital streets. Uh, a couple of days from now, the group pod is going to be a very, very good group pod. And Friday's pod is going to be a very good very special pod i cannot wait for you guys to uh be a part of the friday pod because uh we're gonna have some fun just to let you know we're gonna have some fun so um this is the ss experience on the smg podcast network app spotify and the iHeartRadio app i'll holler at y'all uh in a couple of days easy you're listening to the ss experience on smg <laughs>